Time once again to talk high school sports with our good friend from S3. That would be Connor Nickel. Once again, for those curious, S3 is Sunflower Sports Solutions. SunflowerSportsSolutions.com takes a deeper look at stories and statistics in Kansas high schools. S3, of course, sponsored by BP CleanRight, providing uniforms and supplies across North and Southwest Kansas. Connor, great to have you back on the show. Boy, what what a first week. Uh, oh, out here at least, and we don't have to talk about everything out here, but out here at least I saw what you kind of expect to see in the first week. Maybe a lot of blowouts and shutouts, teams really showing their dominance early on, especially the really good programs. And then, you know, you saw some teams that, you know, got in some really good tussles and had some really exciting, almost playoff-like games like Wallace County and Quinter in a double overtime game. It was just a good mix of all things around in week one. What about your thoughts? Yeah, and that Quinter-Wallace game is where I wanted to uh, start. You know, Quinter makes a huge stop there at uh, the one uh, yard line, eventually wins that game 30-28 and two overtime. You know, Quinter has uh, five seniors who have played a lot. Uh, you know, last year they did pull off that uh, playoff upset against uh, Clifton Clyde, but just lost an inordinate number of close games. Um, and I know that they were extremely excited. Uh, the tailback's mother, um, I know her well. well. Um, and what a win for Quiner. You know, you, you open last year and you lose by Sharon Springs. Springs to one score. Obviously went on to be the playoff team. I thought Quinter really captured a great week one win. Um, also staying for eight-man division two, Kinsley gets their best win in, honestly, maybe 30 years. Uh, they beat Victoria by six. So Kinsley's now number four uh, in that in that class. Uh, Quinter um, is, is also going to be a, you know, top 10 team in their classification, eight man division one. So those were two close wins that I was really impressed by. Then in six man, I thought that Ashland was going to be a slight favorite against Cunningham. Uh, and they, and they were, and they did, and they did win. Obviously that was six man number two against six man number one. Um, of course, Ashland is now going to be, is now ranked first. Um, again, Ashland just has their top four players. As I've said this for a while now, I think that in the West, Shylin has the best two, uh, maybe even three players. Ashland has the best four, and Northern Valley, I think, has the best eight or nine. Uh, that's going to be really interesting because all those teams play each other. Um, you know, Northern Valley has the big week two game this week against against Tescott. Then, uh, of course, Shylin and uh, um, Ashland will, will, will play here soon. So again, really impressed with the Quinter win, uh, Shylin starting Kinsley getting, getting a really huge, huge win. Uh, those were three games that really stood out. How about the performance of Colby with a pretty dominant win over Ulysses? I thought that was pretty interesting too, in the first game of the Ryan Mosier era. Yeah, and a few results had flipped from last year. Uh, you know, Liberal beating Holcomb, uh, the Western Athletic Conference went four and one in week one. They had a really impressive week one. Great Bend flipped a result from uh, from McPherson last year, and it's just just as you said, you know, Colby flipping that result too. So Colby had lost this matchup forty six twenty eight last year. But Zane Bats come on out and really a complete game. Um, 
I'm actually going to write about him a bit in my Friday morning kind of notes because what a, what a performance. You know, he has played a lot since his freshman year, you know, around seven, eight, 800 yards on the ground last season, 23 carries for 149 and a score, also had 12 tackles. Case and Carroll, really efficient passing the ball, which, you know, Colby hasn't necessarily had in, in recent years. Um, even on some of those good teams, six of nine, one twenty-two, and three scores. Uh, you know, Colby will get a a solid uh, out-of-state test this week. You know, they lost a Hoy Lake last year, but if they can win that, I mean, Cimarron. I'll be honest, Cimarron is way down. Um, so a three and zero start for Colby is really possible. Um, and then obviously they only won three games last year. So Colby is one of those sneaky teams right right now. Of course, in, in the GWAC, Scott City, uh, very impressive in week one. I am really high on Higaton. Um, so obviously, you know, Goodland took, took, took a tough loss. But some of those you know, GWAC teams had a really strong start. Connor Nickel, our guest from uh, Sunflower Sports Solutions. Uh, let's talk about something new that you're doing now, and that would be the S3 Athlete of the Week. Who are our week one winners? Yeah, so this is something that BP Cleanright, uh, our sponsor, uh, they, that we partnered with on this, and they've just done uh, done, done a great job. Um, this could be really any sport, but we're gonna. But we highlighted cross country for week one. Uh, got to see the TMP uh, Hayes cross country meet last Saturday, and the Hoxie boys, uh, Connor Dirks, took second in that race. Um, so he was our boy pick for, for week one. Hoxie won the uh, team title, had a great path. They've got an Ep boy, a Keith boy. They've got several ones who all finished high. Hoxie was sixth in 2A last year in boys cross country. The number fifth team was Hutchison uh, Trinity Catholic. And, and Hoxie actually beat uh, – Trinity Catholic for for the team title at um, uh, TMP. So Hoxie's got a goal to finish top three in 2A, which would mean a team plaque. And frankly, if they pack like they did at uh, TMP on Saturday, they should have a really good shot. Uh, Quinter also ran well. You know, Quinter won 1A last year. Coach Edmonds has done a fantastic job. He returns quite a few of their of their top kids. And then Avery Boydston from Ellis on the uh, girls' side, uh, she was our, our, our week one pick. Uh, she won the Smoky Valley cross-country meet, uh, off to a really impressive start, was fourth in 2A last year. And that's kind of a big overarching question. You know, Chesney Peterson, of course, the all-time, I mean, all-time great Kansas runner, has moved on to uh, Tennessee where she won her first collegiate cross-country meet for Tennessee. It's just, just amazing. Um, and who's going to be that next two-way great runner? And, and Boydston is certainly very, very high in that mix. Once again, we're visiting with Connor Nickel of SunflowerSportsSolutions.com. Let's shift back to football, Connor. Week number two is is on tap for us here. I know out here in this part of the country, you know, there could be a really good game between Rollins County and Dighton is one game that stands out to me. Other than that, you know, Oakley Phillipsburg might be interesting. Does the Plainsman try to bounce back from a tough week one loss to TMP? What are some other games that you're really focused on here in week two? 
Yeah, you know, week one, we had about 30 to 40 games between S3 and K-Prep, so I also do do some work for that we highlighted across Kansas. This week two slate, there's not 30 or 40, but there's about 10 extremely meaningful games uh, that are really going to be highlighted, and that Rollins County Dighton game is part of that. Wrote about that, actually ran this morning. Um, I, I picked Dighton to win, but I expect this game to be very close. You know, Dighton won by multiple scores last year. Uh, really a, a, an interesting note here. So Ken Simon, of course, at Dighton, has done a fantastic job. Three times in his uh, previous 12 years, Dighton uh, was not ranked in the preseason and finished ranked. So, i.e., basically exceeding expectations. One of those years was last year. This year, Dighton is ranked in the preseason for the first time. For some of those losses we mentioned last week, uh, they are now up, up, up to number three. So, I, I, it's fair to say, and Ken Simon has coached uh, Dighton to a state championship game, but that expectations for Dighton are probably higher than they have ever been. And a lot of it is because of what they have at quarterback and, and a receiver. Uh, Carson Scheimer, just outstanding. Tall kid, great arm, 24 touchdowns and three picks in his, in, in his career. Um, he had three touchdown passes last week, all to Kramer. Uh, you know, Kramer, part of that long line of great Kramer um, um, athletes. I think that Scheimer and Kramer are the best quarterback receiver combo in this class and that's why i give them a slight edge coach simon and i texted a bit last week and he goes you know we've got a lot of young guys a lot of first-year starters who there's still some work that will have to be have to be done uh but they're really good at those at those two spots the rollins county really impressive as well too you know they were they're a little bit more uh, balanced. Um, they're not quite as explosive, but Tromick played and played well. They've got, I think, a little bit more depth than what Dighton will will have. So it should be a great game. And as I've said, this it should be a lot closer. I think last year again it was 38 to 12. This should be a much much closer game and really a good test to see where a top five, top three Division two team versus a top 10 Division One team kind of um, stack up. Any other games that are really catching your eye here in week number two? Oh, yeah. I mean, Hayes High and Great Bend. I mean, this is uh, the rivalry that has gone on for a long time. It's really good when both team and team names are good. Lowe's Field Stadium, I expect between four and 5,000 fans on, on Friday night. I, I will be there, too. Both teams kind of got a um, an upset win in week one. Uh, Great Ben beat McPherson for the first time since 06. Uh, Hayes High with 11 new starters on defense. Went to Junction City, one in um, um, overtime. Their three-year starter at center was cleared from a preseason injury just before game one. Cyrus Johnson, a name that you guys probably know. You know, he had played played for Colby growing up. Moved, moved to Hayes High uh, before his junior year, uh, suffered a huge injury and really didn't play at all last year, not even track. He came back on the defensive end and got a very key stop on the final play to 
secure the win. Johnson played played really well. Uh, and then, of course, Malik Ba, maybe the best running back in Kansas, 40 carries for 220 and a score, also passed for a TD as well. Uh, great Ben's got a lot, lot of talent. They've got a really good sophomore quarterback, a sophomore receiver. Hayes High will host Great Bend in a marquee matchup on Friday. Once again, he is Connor Nickel, our good friend from Sunflower Sports Solutions that takes a deeper look into the stories and statistics in Kansas high schools. Of course, S3 sponsored by BP Clean Right. Connor, great stuff as always, my friend. We'll catch up again next week. That's certainly Ross. Thanks so much.